Hello and welcome to more, which stands for Midday Obviously Reads Everything. So, this is the podcast where I try my very best to finish The Hunger Games. As a self-proclaimed bookworm, it's kind of my duty. So join me and all of my guests as we try to read through the whole series. So sit back and relax as I do my best, my very, very, very best to read all of it. I hope I like it and I hope you like it too. So let's begin. Hello and welcome to another episode of More. I'm joined again with my guest, Brenna. She's yes. back again for a second time in a row. Hello. Thank you so, so much for coming back. To be back. Thank you so yes. much. We're happy to have you back. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. So we are back at the place where Katniss is like dying of thirst, right. aka dehydrated. She's dehydrated. She's like, this is okay place to die. So that's where we ended off on. So we're gonna continue up from there. And we're going to try to finish. Oh, we are almost done. Chapter 12. Like, what page away? I realize now. Okay, so yeah. Page 223 mm. in the big print edition. That would be so really called out, but it's fine. It's okay. How big, many pages are there? Uh, 480? Oh, 80. Four, yeah, 482. Whoa. That's a lot. We're, not even halfway we're through. almost halfway through. Not yet, though. You know, we're like halfway <laughs> enough that it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> My fingertips make small swirling patterns in the cool, slippery earth. I love mud, I think. How many times have I tracked game with the help of its soft but ready- readable, readable surface? Good for bees stings, too. Mud, mud, mud. My eyes fly open. I dig my fingers into the earth. It's mud. My nose lifts up into the air. Those are lilies. Pond lilies. That's what I said. I literally said that. I'm like, oh my gosh, flowers. Mm-hmm. She's going to find water because it's water, flowers. Right. You know, I literally said that. See, look, look at, at me. You, you got to write your own psychic. books. That's what I'm saying. Write my own books. Forget Suzanne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I crawl now through the mud, drag myself towards the scent. Five yards from where I fell, I crawl through a tangle of uh, plants into a pond. Floating to the top, yellow flowers in bloom are my beautiful lilies. It's all I can do but not put my face into the water and gulp them as much as I can hold but i have just enough sense left to abstain with trembling hands i get up my flask and fill it with water i add what i remember to be the right number of drops of iodine for oh you purify water with iodine she's saying i add the right amount of drops of iodine for purifying it let's see is that is that true or is she just poisoning herself but like she's gaslighting herself thinking that she's like purifying it water with iodine Add five drops of 2% tincture of iodine to each quart of liter or liter of water that you were disinfecting. Ooh. If the water is cloudy or colored, add 10 drops. Stir and let the water stand for at least 10, 30 minutes before use. Wow. Mm. So, yeah, iodine can uh, clear your water. That's, That's good to crazy. know. Crazy. Good to know. So, five drops and then stir it. Wait half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then if it's still cloudy, add 10 drops. Mm-hmm. Stir it again. Oh, no. Add five more drops. Yeah. And then start again. Yeah. Crazy. Light <laughs> hacks with Hunger Games. See, that's important to know. It is important to know. Wow. I was like, and I'm like, why do you need iodine? Like, what's iodine yeah, going to do for you? Weird. That's what it is for. Yeah. The half an hour of waiting is agony, but I do it. At least I think it's half an hour, but it's certainly as long as I can stand. Slowly. Easy now, I tell myself. I take one swallow and make myself wait. Then another. Over the next couple of hours, I drink the entire half gallon. Then a second. I prepare another before I retire to a tree where I continue sipping, eating rabbit, and even indulge one of my precious crackers. 
By the time the anthem plays, I feel remarkably better. There are no faces tonight, no tributes died today. Tomorrow, I'll stay here, resting, camouflaging my backpack with mud, catching some of those little fish I saw as I slipped, digging up the roots of the pond lilies to make a nice meal. Then I go down my sleeping bag, hanging onto my water bottle for dear life, which, of course, it is. A few hours later, the stampede of feet take me from slumber. I look around in bewilderment. It's not yet dawn, but my stinging eyes can see. It would be hard to miss the wall of descending fire on me. Yeah. Hmm. Fire. Oh, yeah. I remember this. You remember this? Yeah. Yeah. So we just finished uh, chapter thir- uh, 12. Chapter 12. Yeah. They got no break. No break. She, no literally break. Just, she literally just got rehydrated. Now she's yeah. going to be dehydrated. The game makers are game making. That's crazy. My first impulse is to scramble down from the tree, but I'm belted in. Somehow my fumbling fingers leads the buckle and I fall to the ground in a heap. Still snarled in my sleeping bag. No time for any kind of packing. Fortunately, my sleeping bag, I mean my backpack and water bottle are already in the bag. I shove in, ugh. I shove in the belt, hoist the bag over my shoulders, and flee. The world has transformed to flame and smoke. Burning branches crack from tree and fall into showers of sparks at my feet. All I can do is follow the others, the rabbits, the deer, and I even spot a wild dog pack shooting through the woods. I trust their sense of direction because their instincts are much sharper than mine. But they are much faster, flying through the underbrush so gracefully that my boots catch on roots and fall on tree limbs, that there's no way I can keep a pace with them. The heat is horrible, but worse than the heat is the smoke, which threatens to suffocate me at any moment. I pull the top of my shirt over my nose and grateful to find it soaked in sweat, and it offers a thin veil of protection. And I run, choking, choking. Ugh. I run, choking, my bag banging against my back, my face cut with branches that materialize from the gray haze without warning, because I know I'm supposed to run. There was no tribute campfire gone out of control, no accidental occurrence. The flames that bear down on me have unnatural heights, and a uniformity that marks them as human-made, machine-made, game-maker-made. Mm-hmm. Things that have been too quiet today. No deaths, perhaps no fight at all. Don't the Capital will be getting bored. Claim that these games are verging on dullness. This is the one thing game-makers must not do. Try not to follow the game-maker's motivation. There is the career pack, and they, and then there are the rest of us, probably spread far and thin across the arena. This fire is designated to flesh us out, to drive us together. may not be the most original device I've seen, but it's very, very effective. I hurtle down over a burning log, not high enough. The tail end of my jacket catches on fire, and I have to stop and rip it from my body and stamp out the flames. But I don't dare leave the jacket, scorched and smothering as it is. I take the risk of shoving it on my sleeping bag, hoping the lack of air will quell what I haven't extinguished. This is all I have, what I carry on my back, and it's little enough to survive with. In a matter of minutes, my throat and nose are burning. Coughing soon begins after, and my lungs begin to feel as if they're actually being cooked. Discomfort turns to distress until each breath sends a searing pain through my chest. I manage to take cover under a stone outcropping just as the vomiting begins, and I lose my meager supplies or whatever water has remained in my stomach. Crouching over my hands and knees, I stretch up until there's nothing left to come up. I know I need to keep moving, untroubling and lightheaded now, gasping for air. Allow myself a spoonful of water to rinse my mouth and spit, then, then take a few swallows of my bottle. You got one minute, tell myself, one minute to rest. I take the time to reorder my supplies, light up the sleeping bag, and messily stuff everything into the backpack. My minute's up. I know it's time to move on, but the smoke has clouded my thoughts. The swift-footed animals that were my compass have left me behind. I know I haven't been in this part of the woods before. There are no sizable rocks like this like this one I'm sheltering against on my earlier travels. Where are the game makers driving me to? Back to the lake? To a whole new terrain filled with new dangers? I just found a few hours of peace at the pond when the attack happened. Would there be any way I could travel parallel to the fire work my way back there? To a source of water, at least? No, all the fire must have an end and won't burn indefinitely. Not because the game makers couldn't keep it fueled, but because, again, that would invite accusations of boredom from the audience. If I could get back behind the fire line, I could avoid meeting up with the couriers. 
I've just decided to try my to try and loop back around, although it required miles of travel away from the inferno, and then a very circuitous route back. When the first fireball blasts into the rock about two feet above my head, I swing from under the ledge, energized by renewed fear. The game has taken a twist. The fire was just to get us moving now. The audience will get to see some real fun. When I hear the next hiss, I flatten to the ground, not taking time to look. The fireball hit the tree off to my left, engulfing it in flame. To remain is to, is death. I'm barely on my feet before the third ball hits the ground where I was lying, sending a pillar of fire up behind me. Time loses meaning now that I frantically try to dodge their attacks. I can't see where they're being launched from, but it's not a hovercraft. The angles are not extreme enough. Probably this whole segment of the woods has been armed with precision launchers that are concealed in trees or rocks. Somewhere in a cool and spotless room, a game maker sits as a set of controls, swings on triggers that could end my life in seconds. All that is needed is a direct hit. Whatever big plan I had conceived regarding returning to my pond is wiped from my mind as I dig, dig, and dive and leap to avoid the fireballs. Each one is only the size of an apple, but packs tremendous power and contact. Every sense I have goes into overdrive as the need to survive takes over. There's no time to judge if a move is the correct one. Move the hiss, I act or die. <coughs> Something keeps me from moving forward. So, a, lifeline, a lifetime of watching the Hunger Games let me know that certain areas of the arena are rigged for certain attacks. And that if I can just get away from the section, I might be able to move out of reach of the launcher. I might also then fall straight into a pit of vipers, but I can't worry about that now. How long I scramble along, dodging the fireballs, I can't say. But the attacks finally begin to abate, which is good because I'm retching again. This time it's an acidic substance that scalds my throat and makes its way to my nose as well. Forces stop my, bo my body convulsives, trying desperately to rid myself of the poisons I've been sucking in during the attack. Wait for the next hiss, the next signal to bolt. It doesn't come. The force of the retching has squeezed the tears out of my stinging eye. I feel the drink sweat. Somehow the smoke and vomit. Ooh. Somehow the Ooh. What? Somehow through the smoke and vomit. Gross. Yeah, because like the smoke of the steam and like she's yeah. like retching. Like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's like to vomit. I, I you know, I think y'all yeah. know yeah. how it's like to vomit. Ugh. Anyway. Thanks, Katniss. Mm -hmm. I pick up the scent of singed hair. My hand fumbles through my braid and finds the fireball has seared off at least six inches of it. Mm -hmm. Strands of blackened hair crumbles in my finger. I stare at them, fascinated by the transformation, when the hissing re re registers. My muscles react, only not fast enough this time. The fireball crashes into the ground at my side, not before it gets across my right calf. Seeing my pant leg on fire sends me over the edge. I twist and scuttle backwards on my hands and feet, shrieking, trying to remove myself from the horror. I finally regain enough sense. I roll the back leg, uh, back and forth on the ground, which strifes, which strifes the worst of it. And then, without thinking, I rip away the remaining fabric with my bare hands. It's in the ground a few yards from the blaze, set by the fireball. My cap is screaming. My hands are covered in red welts. I'm shaking too hard to move. If Gamek want to finish me off, now's the time. I hear Cinnabon's voice carrying an image of rich fabric and sparkling gems. Cat, it's the girl who's on fire. What a good laugh the game must be having over this one. That's actually like very funny. I know. The girl who's on fire. Let's set her on I fire know. for real. I know. Game makers, sick. You think they would enjoy it more when the kids kill the kids, not if the game makers she, try yeah. and kill. Seems the like kids. too much. They're like, are you bored? Are you still bored? Yeah. Um, I could do more for you. Yeah, set her on fire, like how she was with the dress. <laughs> I could yeah. do that for you. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Exactly. Mm -mm. No. Um, perhaps Cinnabon's beautiful costumes have even brought on this particular torture for me. I know that he couldn't have foreseen this. Must be hurting. Must be hurting for me because, in fact, I believe he cares about me. But all in all, maybe showing up stark naked on that chariot would have been safer for me. <laughs> That's maybe. 
We would even really embarrassed though. Mm-hmm. Unless she just like looks at them face like, look at me, I'm a person like you. Maybe that's the way to get sponsors. Maybe. Just be like be like, ah, like, okay, hello. The attack is over now. Uh the game makers, whoa. The game makers don't want me dead. Not yet, anyway. Everyone knows they could destroy us within seconds of the opening gong. The real sport of the Hunger Games is watching the tributes kill each other. That's what I said. Yeah. So literally, why would yeah. they Maybe they wanted to see her injured. They like to like move them back and close to each other because I think Katniss had gone so far. Oh, I see. That yeah, like no one's gonna go after her. I see. Like, how long did the Hunger Games mostly last for? I don't know. Honestly, that's a good question. Is it like a few days? It's been three days so far. Mm. Three days. Because the first day she was in the thing, the girl like was setting the fire, mm-hmm. and then she died, and then Katniss left the tree. Katniss walked like a day or two. No, just uh, two days because she walked around because you can't yeah. survive that water for three days. Yeah. Any longer and you'll die. Yeah. So it must have been three days so yeah. far. Now it's four because she had the water, drank it, mm-hmm. and then slept. Right. And then she's woken up by this. Right. So yeah. So this must yeah. be nighttime. It must be. But I mean, the question is, is the cap or the game maker like controls the day and night time too? So they can, like, speed up the night if they want, mm. just to make it harder. So are they really real days, like, and all that That is a stuff? good question. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. But she's probably, like, was, like, sleeping in and out, too. Yeah. So it's not, like, a full yeah. sleep. Hmm. Yeah. Questions, questions, mm-hmm. no answers just yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Every so often, they do kill a tribute just to remind the players they can, but mostly they manipulate us into confronting one another face-to-face, which means if I'm no longer being fired at, at least one other tribute close at hand. I would drag myself into a tree and take cover now if I could, but the smoke is still thick enough to kill me. I make myself stand and begin to limp away from the wall of flames that light up the sky. It does not seem to be pursuing me any longer, except with its stinking black clouds. Other light, daylight begins to softly emerge. Swords of smoke cast the sunbeams. My visibility is poor. I can see maybe 15 yards in any direction. A tribute could easily be concealed from me here. I should draw my knife as a precaution, but I don't want my ability to hold it for long. The pain in my hands can in no way compete with that in my calf. I hate burns. I have always hated them, even a small one gotten from, a pulling, from pulling a pan of bread from the oven. It is the worst kind of pain to me, but I have never experienced anything like this. I'm so weary, I don't even notice I'm in the pool until I'm ankle deep. It's spring-fed, bubbling up the crevices of some rock, and blissfully cool. I plunge my hands in the shallow water and feel instant relief. Isn't that what Mother always says? The first treatment for a burn is cold water that draws out the heat, but she means minor burns. Probably she'd recommend for my hand. What am I calves? Although I have not yet had the courage to examine it, I'm guessing it's an injury in a whole different class. I lie on my stomach at the edge of the pool for a while. Then I my hands in the water, examining the little flames on my fingertips. Mm-hmm. I regain the chip off. Good. I've had enough fire for a, long, for a lifetime. Uh, I think for, like, burn prevention, mm-hmm. she's right. For minor burns, you put it under cold water. Mm-hmm. Same for big burns, too. Because um, your girl's also, like, accidentally hurt herself during cooking adventures. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, when you're doing that, you have to, like, first cool the burn down. Because mm-hmm. you want, like, to stop the heat from, like, burning through the rest of your skin. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between, like, first degree, second degree, and third degree. I believe a first degree is, like, the worst burn you could get. Third degree is, like, a, uh, it's, like, a really, like... Yeah, like your top I think skin. Second degree, your skin will blister. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And third degree is like also the area because like uh, this yeah. one here was like it should have probably was gonna be like a second degree, mm. but I didn't like cool it off immediately. Mm-hmm. So it did blister as well, and yeah. I had to like put like some gauze on it yeah. and everything, and it was like bad. And I have one like this one here. This is like a first degree, oh. but it was like very much just really? like yeah, because it was singed. I would put my hand into an oven, and my oh. oven glove ended right here. 
And like my sleeve ended right here. So it was like this area was the only area. Uh, and then it was like really close. That sucks. Yeah, I put it right under water and then I put some aloe vera on it. Yeah. And then that helps to like soothe it. Yeah. yeah you want to like cool it down so like it stops the burning. Right. The longer you don't like it cool it down, the longer it's going to burn. Mm-hmm. Like even though like the fire hasn't burnt anymore, it's still going to like burn because the heat. Right. It's going to still be trapped in your skin. And you know this because you're a girl guy. I am a girl guy. <laughs> yes. Girl guy for five years. Mm-hmm. Girl guy, Pathfinder, and Ranger. I am certified. Wow. Got my fire starter badge, I think. Wow. Yeah. Your fire starter badge. Fire starter badge. Not so for you'd be good at the Hunger Games. You can start a fire. I can start a fire. Yeah. Bring yes. your badge with you and I'll help you out. <laughs> so I need guys. Please don't <laughs> get me. I'm a girl guide. I'll be like, I'm yeah. a girl guide. Please don't take me out. Exactly. Like, what can you do? I'm like, I can make a, I can make a tent. Mm-hmm. I can like start a fire. You know how to wrap a mean like camping set, you know? Nice. I can make food. Probably I cannot catch food. I cannot skin food. I can't do any of that, but I can make food. You can make food? Uh, a pre pre uh, you can make a sandwich i can make nice. a sandwich yep that's good i can do trails i can spot wildlife can you use a compass i can use kind of wow. use compass i can kind of use a compass yes mm-hmm. i know the star you use the star sometimes when i'm bored i you look at the oh, yeah. stars and see like where i am mm-hmm. it's like oh i'm like by this one's so if i go this way i'll head towards like polaris or something like that so, right. but the stars here might be different. Yeah, they probably. So, yeah, don't. Really if it's, have if it's an artificial like sky and everything, they can change the stars mm-hmm. to their will and everything. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Maybe. But if it was like in like this, like now, like yeah. I can look at the sky and be like, oh, I can tell like when the sun's gonna set. Like, okay, like right. this. Where is the sun right now? Actually, is it behind it's us? About above us. It's oh, above the tree. Geez, it's probably like. It's over there. It's right over there. I, see it. <laughs> I can't see it. Oh my gosh. On the horizon, <laughs> I can't see the horizon either. So I'm gonna try and like figure out how when the sun sets mm. from like how many like hands I can. But the horizon is just I can't see the horizon right, right now. Yeah, so. that's fair. When I can't find the horizon, I'll tell you how, how many. Uh, you know, I could just set. like look it up. You know what, Brenna? We're doing. Why don't you make a guess and I'll tell you if you're right. Sunset's gonna set at around like ten ish. You don't want to be more specific. Ten, ten, ten. I'm assuming it's nine fifty four. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, looks like my yoga ability is not being put to use today. You want to know the definition of sunset? Um, when the sun <laughs> hits the horizon. <laughs> Which horizon? Um, east. No. West? west. No! Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> this is funny, they give you a definition of wind. Really? Yeah. What is the definition of wind? Wind is... The horizontal movement of air relative to the Earth's surface. Oh. That's pretty technical. So then if the wind's going downward, what's it called? I don't know if that's possible. A gust? Actually, a gust is a sudden brief increase in the wind speed. Oh. I don't think wind can go horizontal, to be honest. Or vertical, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. No, maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't think But then so. tornadoes. Oh, no, the wind's going that's, like this. Yeah. 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 Still. I see. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was a nice little science lesson. Yeah. We're gonna finish up. Uh, let me see. No, we're not gonna finish this chapter today. That's okay. Let's keep going. Yeah. Um, I bathed the blood and ash in my face. I try to recall all I know about burns. They are common injuries in the steam where we cook and heat our homes with coal. And they're mine accents. Family, there, uh, once brought an unconscious young man pleading with my mother to help him. The district doctor who's responsible for treatments in the miners had written him off, told the family to take him home to die. 
but they wouldn't accept this. He lay our, on our kitchen table, senseless to the world. I got a glimpse of the wound on his thigh, gaping, charred, flesh blurred, burned clear down the bone. Before I ran out the house, I went to the woods and hunted the entire day, haunted by the gruesome leg memories of my father's death. What's funny was, Prim, who's scared of her own title, stayed in help. My mother always says heroes are born, not made. They did their best, but the man died just like the doctor said he would. My leg is in need of attention, but I still can't look at it. Or if it's as bad as the man's, then I can see my bone. Then I remember my mother saying that if it's a burn severe, if the burn severe, the victim might not even feel pain because the nerves would have been destroyed. Credit with this, I sit up and swing my leg in front of me. I almost faint inside of my calf. The flesh is brilliant red colored with blisters. I force myself to take a deep breath, slow breaths, feeling quite certain the cameras are on my face. Can't show weakness at this injury. Not if I want help. Pain does not get you aid. Admiration is your refusal to give in. Uh, admiration is your refusal to give in does. I cut the remains of the pants leg off at the knee and examine the injury more closely. The burned area is about the size of my hand. That is a third degree. Uh, sorry, first degree. That's a first degree. Because for a, a third degree, it's like less than... Uh, I thought first degree was like when you like skin grafts and all that, like really deep. Am I reversing it? I might be reversing it again. Third degree. Third degree. I'm it. pretty sure for it's either first or third. I feel like it's like first degree. First degree is like the worst one. Yeah, right? like first degree murder. Yeah. So it's like first degree is oh, like no. No? First degree is like a small is a superficial burn. Ah, only so it's like the epidermis or outer layer of the skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scarring is rare or minimal. Yes. So if we go third. Third degree is like when it's like a certain it has to be a certain size. And it has to be, it goes, like, deeper, yeah. deep enough. So I think she has a third... Damage, yeah, all three layers yes. of the skin. and yes. requires treatment by a healthcare provider. Yes. And it's, like, also has to be a certain area, too. Because, like, uh, if it's less than, I think, like, four by four centimeters, if it's bigger than that... Wow, it doesn't say anything here about size, mm, but... I'm, yeah. Because mostly it's for, like, third degree. Because it's, like, it's superficial, partial thickness, full thickness. Mm-hmm. So third degree destroys... The epidermis and the dermis and may the also dermis. damage bones, muscles, and tendons. The burn sites appear white or charred. Mm-mm. There is no sensation in the area since the nerve endings are destroyed. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see. I don't feel like my calf. Brilliant red blister. Brilliant red color with blisters. So blisters red blisters. Red blister, she has second degree burn. Yeah. Okay. So thankfully it's not a third because third degree no like, bueno. A first degree burn could be a mild sunburn. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. So I have first degree burn myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay um so we're gonna finish this page and then we're gonna be done okay. for today all right gingerly i stretch out my leg to the pool propping the heel of my boot on a rock so the leather does not get too sodden and sigh because this does offer some relief i know there are herbs if i could find them that would speed the healing but i can't quite call them to mind water and time will probably be all i have to work with should i be moving Smoke is slowly clearing, but still too heavy to be healthy. But I do continue away from the fire. I want to be walking straight into the weapon of the careers. Besides, every time I lift my leg from the water, the pain rebounds, so the tensing has to slide back in. My hands are slightly less demanding. They can handle small breaks from the pool. So I slowly pull my gear back in order. First, I fill my water on my bottle with water, treat it, and then t- enough time has passed to begin to rehydrate my body. After a time, I force myself to nibble on a cracker, which helps settle my stomach. I roll up my sleeping bag, except for a few black marks. It's relatively unscathed. My jacket is another matter. Stinking and scorched, at least a foot of the back beyond repair. Cut off the damaged area, leaving me with a garment that comes just to the bottom of my ribs. Oh, she mm. said crop top. <laughs> <laughs> this is what she wanted the whole time. Yeah, She's like, that crop top. 
it's like, uh, it's all this is burnt. What am I going to do? Might as well style it. Now she's finally style it. <laughs> now she's finally get to style it. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. Bottom of my ribs, but the hood's intact and it's far better than nothing. There you go. There we go. So she had a little, like, crop hoodie. She has, like, a hoodie crop. Which is super cute. Good on you, Katniss. Yeah, go Katniss. Go Katniss. It's giving fashion icon. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm actually going to start a trend. Start a whole new trend where we're going to do crop jackets. Did you eat your cinnamon bun? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. For reference, I bought a cinnamon bun, and it's going to be really, it looks really good. I think there's raisins in it, though, so it can't be that good. Oh, don't say that. Raisins and cinnamon buns can also be good. I, think, I don't think there's raisins in it. Hold on. Oh, I thought it said raisins when she's within the tail. Oh, maybe not. It doesn't look good. Okay, never mind. Yeah, see, there's no okay. raisins at all. See, so maybe the picture my cinnamon bun will be the picture, and then people can decide yeah. if there's raisins or not. What about my chocolate croissant? My pan au chocolat. Pan. <laughs> <laughs> what was that accent? Pan au chocolat. Zooming friends. Let me take a picture of it quickly then, so then we can have it maybe as a maybe picture for the podcast. Because yeah. We are done for today. Thank you so much for... It's beautiful. It's very beautiful. Look at that crusty outside. Very nice and pretty. Looks very good. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of More. We got through chapter 12, halfway through chapter 13. Getting closer to finishing the book. Um, getting there. Getting there. It's taking a while, but you know. Today's a Monday podcast. We don't do Monday podcasts That's mostly. True. Mostly Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah. So you're getting a treat today. Yeah. A treat. Okay, so thank you again. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, and done. And that's it. We got pretty far for today. So I can't wait for the next one. And if I said something wrong, which let's be honest, I probably did. Don't hesitate to point it out to me. Because honestly, if you can't laugh at yourself, who are you actually supposed to laugh at? Am I right? Okay, then I'll see you in the next one. Midday out.